What is up, Solo Nation? Welcome to episode two of the Space Lounge. With me is Fabio and our newest hire, Rico Suave. Nico Suave. Nico Suave, sorry. For this episode, we wanted to do something a bit different, and we actually assigned it to Nico. He'll be bringing up the topics we're going to discuss. We know nothing about it. We're just going to have casual conversations, as we said, around what he brings to the table. Off the top, we want to make it organic, just chill conversations and hang out. So what do you got for us, Nico? So let's just quickly dive into it. Um, Phantom DeFi. Do you guys want to say anything about that? Phantom DeFi. Phantom DeFi is coming at, by the end of the month. We'll be bridging over and we'll be, we're partnering uh, with one of the biggest DEXs on Phantom. And yeah, we're going to make a official announcement um, in the coming days. Uh, yeah, all I can say is it's going to be a nice uh, pool with juicy APYs and juicy. Yes, it's going to be nice. <laughs> Um, uh, what, what are APYs? If, you know, we want to like, educate people also on like, Yeah, it's DeFi, like basically so. staking rewards. Um, it's kind of not staking rewards. Basically, you get paid for transactions on... So you allocate your capital to the pool. Okay. And you get incentivized by providing that liquidity on that DEX when transactions are being made and trades are being made between Phantom and Solo. Uh, you get paid out some of the trading fees for providing that liquidity. And that's how you get your 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 yields. Um, this specific pool is gonna be 80% solo and only 20% phantom. So it's kind of, it's almost just like staking. You don't have to hold as much as another asset. Usually pools are 50-50. This one's gonna be 80-20. So it's very nice for our community to kind yeah. of just go in there and they don't have to allocate a lot of phantom. It's mostly just solo. So it's like single-sided staking mm -hmm. almost. And what would you say is like the best practice? Like, uh, is there a time frame you need to lock down your capital in that pool to actually make, you know, profits? Uh, no, no, you can uh, stake, uh, like you can enter the pool whenever you want and you can exit it whenever you want. It's no, oh. uh, no lockups. That's nice. I, it's good to learn something new about DeFi. So what else do we have, Nico? Do we want to talk about our meetup that we have coming up? Las Vegas, baby. Shout out to Zen. Um, yeah, we're going to be... And also XRP Jenna might be helping us out to plan it. We're planning that now. What do you think, Fabio? You got some details. So yeah, we basically want to do an in-person meeting for all of the solo nation community. Uh, and we, we really want to make it an experience, as we like to call it. Uh, probably we're thinking about a two-day outline in Las Vegas. Uh a bit of a festival, but you know, we might bring some NFT projects that we're going to be supporting to to talk. Um, and also we wanted to do like a, a bit of an exclusive, you know, NFT drop for the solo Sologenic community. Yeah, yeah, I made a tweet about that the other day. Um, we're, yeah, we're going to kind of launch, uh, we're going to airdrop actually. It's going to be free and distributed to just core community members. Zen is going to basically release the details on how he's going to airdrop it and what you have to do to um, to qualify for the airdrop. But we're just going to, uh, we basically teamed up with uh, Dope Darius, which is a really cool artist that's been working on our- on our Love his art, man. Yeah, it's yeah. dope. And we're basically just come together with two community members. We put together these NFTs and we're going to just allocate them as fair as we see possible to core members that are sticking around, that are using our hashtags, that are involved in the community every day, making memes, you know. 
So all that stuff. If you want to get ahead of the game, start making memes, start using the Solo Nation hashtag. And um, I think those will all be like kind of um, helpful to get your yeah. hands on, on those NFTs. Those NFTs, we haven't worked out every single use case, but we're going to add use case as, as we go. Uh, so far, it's going to have VIP access to some of that um, Las Vegas meetup. And then it may as well have a exclusive Telegram group uh, with just those members. Um, yeah, and it's going to be 100% free. We're not going to sell it. We're just going to airdrop it to the members. Yeah. It's more of a, of a thank you for, for sticking with us and for showing so much love and support. Um, yeah, that's, that's about it. There'll be more details announced soon. We're building a pretty strong community. We have so much going on. We're, we got these events coming up. Yeah, no, and like speaking about memes. Yeah, shout out to my haters, bro. Shout out. <laughs> I was just going to say, we're just creating a meme channel on our Discord for you to drop the best Sologenic. We've seen some good ones, you know, like, like you got you get tagged in some good ones, actually. Yeah, yeah, there's been some funny yeah. ones. I mean, we're just going to keep building, man. We're just going to build the biggest community that XRPL has seen and we're just gonna we're not gonna hate we're not gonna engage we're just gonna build as much as we can and provide the best product for our users and then I think we'll, we'll just that will enable us to be like the undisputed ecosystem token of XRP Ledger so that's just my thoughts and yeah that's it awesome all right all right so next talk next up is just uh we're gonna be talking general market so kind of looking at bitcoin what it's been doing what do you guys what have you guys seen other than our project what are you guys seeing out there yeah well i honestly don't 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 watch <laughs> to be <laughs> honest what? he's more of a hodler he just buys and here chills. for for the tech and yeah yeah like, he's here for the tech now honestly guys like i feel like it becomes an addiction like i've been there when you are constantly checking the value of a coin you invested in so best practices i would say it's just hodl baby i mean at least I guess this is like, what do you use to watch the price? Like, I want to know. I mean, Bitcoin runs the entire market. So especially when you've been in like a bear phase, um, not as much liquidity is going into altcoins. So basically whatever Bitcoin does, it's what the rest of the market is doing. Um, during bull yeah. cycles, it's a little bit different when everything's bullish. I mean, you get just different altcoins just popping off 50%, boom, boom, boom. So it's kind of different. But right now when everything's down, it, everything just follows Bitcoin. Follows Bitcoin, yeah. And Bitcoin's been ranging. I mean, we've been ranging for we're between crypto 20... winter. Okay. Yeah, it between what it is. 29K to like 32K. And this kind of reminds me of May. What do you think, Nico? Last May, when it was that big drop and we just accumulated forever. Like, it seemed like, I don't know, what was it? Like three, four months just like ranging, ranging in like the same price range. Yeah, for sure. We've been, yeah, we've just been staying in this, in this kind of area and it's... Alts have still been getting hammered. Like, so when it goes up and back down, alts fall even harder. So yeah, a lot of them are down more than 85%, which is, which is tough to see, but this is part of the, part of the, part of the crypto market, right? So yeah, I would say it's the perfect timing for new projects to come into the game as well. You know? Well, not really. I mean, it depends on what way you're looking at it. Um, I'm not saying to you know to raise funds, but it's the time to focus on on building, you know, on building, making yeah, for sure. sure. Like I, I think marketing-wise, for example, well, the first step is always to make sure your product is fully working up to the standards you're you're marketing yourself to. In our case, for example, is uh, going through every part of the ecosystem and making sure it's working properly. And at the moment, the current state of the project, 
I'm quite happy with it. Uh, like Solgenic, the bridge we implemented recently works perfectly fine. The Fiat on ramp as well. And yeah. what else do we have, Mauricio? Maybe? So much. We got the market index coming. So much is coming. Solo cards. Um, and let's um, let's get let's get a tutorial for using the bridge. So everybody, yeah. once we're live on Phantom as well, um, it's easy. You guys, anyone can come in and check it out and have, watch the tutorial and know how to use the bridge and bridge solo to any chain that we'll be um, we'll be interacting with. So basically, the bridge is gonna function for with any chain compatible EVM compatible chain right yeah over time I mean we're looking for partnerships I'm speaking yeah. with Avalanche a little bit AVAX guys uh, the cool team over there as but well at the moment you can only bridge solo to the Binance smart chain yeah Phantom. we wanted to make the tutorial because it's gonna be the same uh, it's the same UI and the same process for other chains yeah well. yeah once we make one um, tutorial on how to use the bridge it'll apply to every chain so it was pretty exciting when I got the the solo on the MetaMask, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's sick. It's definitely a step. Yeah. All right. Let's dive into the next segment. Yeah. Um. So, these are kind of the world crypto tax havens. I have a list of like five or six different places, but yeah. What do you guys know about that? Do you guys know anything, or do you want crypto tax havens? Yeah, I know a few. Um. I mean, Portugal. Is always stands out like the Solana meetup. Like a lot of projects have their conferences there. Dubai, Dubai um, is also a, a, a place with like low taxes for crypto. Switzerland, um, Switzerland, yeah, they got they got Crypto Valley in Zug. Uh, it's like Ethereum's this, located there. There's a bunch yeah. of yeah, big yeah. They got like there. one city, which is like just a crypto hub, and uh, I think they're they actually made. Bitcoin and USDT legal tender, so there's no taxes, nothing. Mm. Um, Do you see the recent news of Taco Bell using cryptocurrencies? No, I haven't. Shit. What happened there? <laughs> I'm not sure it was Taco Bell, but yeah, like a food chain now accepts. Yeah, we're slowly, like, we're slowly gonna start seeing that. It's coin. Um, and and you know, I, when you walk in the street, sometimes you see these Bitcoin ATM machines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are everywhere. Yeah, but what's yeah. the? I, I wanted to ask you. You know, Mauricio knows more about crypto than me. Uh, why? <laughs> well, you can just buy it. Um, I mean, yeah, I guess anyone can go on like Binance and do. But you need to do all the KYC and stuff. I think in Canada the the ATMs require KYC as well. They do. I'm not sure. They do. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. I don't know. I mean, it's just a. I've seen it at bars. The other day I was at a bar in. Yeah, like right downtown Vancouver, mm-hmm. and, and it was just it was just sitting like. Nobody. Next to the next to the like they had like some video game machines and then they just had a, a, a Bitcoin <laughs> I machine. I guess it looks cool. And they yeah, sell but... Ethereum, Bitcoin, and Litecoin, huh? Yeah, yeah, I think I think Dogecoin too. I'm not sure. Dogecoin. Wow. Anyways, back to this. When I was writing this this world crypto tax haven list, Portugal was the top one. It's the best one. Mm-hmm. And then they had a voting for a law, a new law that came up. I know you heard about that. Oh yeah, yeah. I saw that the the government um like they they didn't implement it, but they. they vote. They propose, yeah. Um, what is it to, to tax to tax crypto, but it and then a lot of people were like, oh no, maybe Portugal is in risk of not not being like no longer being a tax haven, but then it got rejected. So so it stayed at the top of the list. We're still that's, good. That's yeah. the best place to hold crypto if you ever wanna wanna have a safe haven. Yeah, financial institutions don't trust crypto, or they see it as the enemy sometimes. There's also second on the list is Malta, uh, also completely tax free on crypto and capital gains. 
Many companies such as Binance and Enchain are established crypto companies there. Nice. Nice. Also, Germany's on there. Um, no crypto taxes held for. You have to hold. You have to be a hodler there. Though. So oh, okay. If so you, you can trade. If you hold yeah, it for longer than a year, then you don't get taxed on it. Um, yeah. And you that's can get, very interesting, right? Yeah, yeah, but that's good. Honestly, so I think day it, traders are off the list there. You know, I mean, if you, I'm sure if you switch between like on a Dex, I'm sure they can't really do anything about it. Like, how are they gonna? <laughs> what, what are they gonna Don't do? give people bad the, ideas yeah, on, on, on on the we podcast. We have to be, be be clear that this is not financial advice. This we're is just, not financial yeah, advice. We're just talking about crypto havens because you know, out of curiosity. Or, what are you gonna do? Transfer all yeah. your funds to Portugal, Mauricio? I don't think you're gonna do that. Right? <laughs> um, I also see on here that Germany will like give you residency if you invest into like crypto startups and stuff like that. 100k euros venture with active investments. Yeah, many, cool. many of these places, um, you're able to get a visa really easy if you like invest in that country. So yeah, that's also a big option. In so like if you if you have like large capital, you can allocate it to a place and get a visa, and then you can get these benefits from that certain place. What about it's Singapore? Totally Singapore has a lot of conferences. Yeah, and capital tax does not even exist there. There's no capital. Oh, that's tax. like Dubai. Wow. I think. <laughs> it's yeah. so yeah. nice. Um, yeah, uh, there. Crypto over there is considered intangible property rather than a legal tender, and is taxed under the constitute of the barter system. So it's like. It's not like an actual like, it's not considered an actual legal tender. Like like magic internet money. Yes. Magic internet <laughs> magic money. Magic internet money. Now that okay. should be the, the the name of the podcast, honestly. Number. That's a that's a cryptocurrency already. <laughs> yeah. It's called Mem Magic yeah, Internet. Are you point. serious? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought it was just a, like an idea you had right now. No, 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 no. <laughs> Anyways, do we have another topic? Yeah. yeah. Let's move on to the oh. to the next segment. Luna 2.0. So they decided to launch 2.0. It was just the layer one without the algorithm. Yeah, yeah, they forked, they forked they Luna. They forked it. And with projects like this, when they do that stuff, you have to realize you're no longer investing in the... You're investing with the person. So like Ethereum, you're investing with Vitalik. Bitcoin is the only one that you're not actually investing in. On the team, person, yeah. You're not right? investing in the team. So Luna, if you're buying Luna 2.0, you're essentially putting your trust again in Doquan. But do you, if you trust them, go ahead. I'm not gonna say not yeah. financial advice, but like, yeah. yeah. But so that's that's how it is, you know. Like that's why we want to put that information on the launchpad we're looking to implement. We want to put team members, uh, white paper, and you take the decision from there. Yeah, we're gonna have I a mean, trust core system, which I find pretty interesting. But like you said, in the end, it's all about what moves, you know, the community and and if they trust a development team, I don't know. I don't think it went very well. The community, the Luna community, was mad after the airdrop because they it just the way they allocated the airdrops were like, oh, it was a mess. It was a mess. But yeah, one thing, yeah. Well, airdrops is always a hectic topic to discuss. A lot of people complain about airdrops as yeah. if they, you know, as if it was it's free money. Like <laughs> it wasn't free money. A lot of these people were people that lost. Oh, and Luna. In no, Luna. In, in, I'm not talking about Luna in just particular. Just airdrops in yeah, general. Yeah, just airdrops in general. The air, air, Luna airdrop, yes, I understand it was for Luna holders. Yeah. Lost their profits. But anyways. Um, yeah, so let's move on. The next thing, I kind of want to... I pulled up a video of Bill Gates speaking 
about the internet in 1995. This is when it was just coming out. People were like, what's this? Like it was no, it was like crypto right now. No one, like a lot of people don't understand it, right? So yeah, I just want to show you that quick video. I'll pull it up. <laughs> so you see like, like they, they didn't understand the potential it's, of the computer. History then. repeats itself. You know? Yes, yes, exactly. It's, so this, this is why I kind of want to bring this up. It kind of relates to what's happening right now. And people don't understand. So it's really easy for them to criticize on this. It's kind of like NFTs, like they're not being used to their full potential yet either to uh, in regards to the tech and what they could mean moving forward with tokenizing assets and other things or yeah. So fractionalizing all this stuff like NFTs aren't really being used to their full capacity. So then it's hard for people to understand what's giving value to like internet JPEGs and stuff like that. Like, yeah. so it's, it, we're not there yet as well as not only that, also the, the entry barrier with, with like, it's confusing, man. Like not everyone knows how to do all this stuff. You yeah. know, it's like, you need to be a little bit tech savvy and some of it's confusing. Using wallets might not be the easiest thing. But I, got, I would go further than NFTs and say that all consumer based businesses that do not require any merchandising or anything, you know, uh, physical, they don't deal with physical products, all digital products is going to be part of the blockchain very soon. I'm, I'm thinking like 2024, even this year, we're, we're already seeing it. Uh, I saw in the news, for example, <clears throat> NFTs tickets is a huge thing that I think it's going to blow up this uh, this year or ticketing, next year, like ticketing, ticketing for, for events because once you eliminate uh, the problem of sculpting, you eliminate the problem of scams. You know, if I want to buy tickets for a sold out event, resale, resale, yeah, uh, the price goes up. <coughs> Bless, excuse me. Um, if you want to buy tickets for a sold out event, you go into the Facebook page, right? You're like, I need a couple of tickets, and you get, you might get an offer and. It might be a person just selling the QR code to 10 people, you know, and whoever gets first to the concert is the only one that has access to it. That's one problem. The other problem also is the price. You know, a lot of legit sites, like for example, Stop, Stop Hub, I think it's the name. Yeah, they, Ticket, Ticketmaster. Ticket, yeah. So Ticketmaster seen as uh, the main ticketing uh, sell point, right? The official one. Some other sites are dedicated, literally dedicated to just buying tickets off the primary sales and selling them for a higher price off the bat. So with NFTs, you pretty much can eliminate that problem and just provide a system that goes directly to the artist as well. Um, it can be more efficient and it could be faster as well. Because I know that for ticketing sales, the artists don't see the money of it. Like I'm talking about medium to high tier artists. Don't see the money until, I don't know, a month. You know it, you know how it goes in a, in a regular account and finance system. Also royalty distribution. So say if you want to resell a ticket or anything. Exactly. The artist yeah. still benefits off that. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's like uh, that concert I went to. I went to a Dave concert the other day the other day um and the ticket was originally sold for 30 bucks when when it was first announced and it went for sale and then i bought it like a week before the event i'm like i want to go but where did you buy it ticket master oh and no it was, from ticket master it was a hundred but it was a resale like yeah, yeah resale yeah, yeah, yeah. resale right but do, the artists don't get the, the the royalties from that from that resale yeah right exactly. and now that person just made 70 bucks and like yeah you know it's the same but, ticket that's the thing, like the way I see it, it's fine. You can make money out of reselling tickets, but 
as the artist should get a commission of that additional profit that you're making on top of his presentation. I paid 170 for one ticket. 170 <laughs> for one ticket. And it started from 30 bucks, and it, I don't think they knew how big he was here. So. Yeah. And in recent news, we saw Binance just announced a huge tour with The Weeknd. Uh, I'm not, I don't, I don't know about the details, but that, that's, that's just. Huge. The Weeknd was, yeah. he was he not? He was. He's he's top five in the world for sure. The Weeknd is we, huge. We need a tier one artist um, on the Sologenic. Yeah, to be the Sologenic ambassador. Yes, absolutely. Let's get one. Okay. All right. On to the next topic. Um, Chinese Bitcoin mining roars back despite it's been banned there for five years. Over, I don't know exactly five years, but it's been banned there for a while. And yet they're the country to do the most mining out of any country. Still? No, it, it's not banned for five years. It was mined like it, it was banned in like May or something like that. No, but that was just that was FUD. It's been banned for a while. Crypto has been banned over there for a while. But it was actually like, banned, no? There was, there was more details. There was maybe, actually, maybe I, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But yeah, even then, they the hash rate's picking up again. And it's crazy how it's banned there, and it's still like the leading mining place in the world. Are you sure about this? Yes, I'm very sure about this. I, I see the mining dropped off a lot when when that last one happened. That was what part of the main drop. Okay, so it's picking back up. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. Let's go. Oh. Did you guys hear about the OpenSea, the ex-executive? He He's getting charged with insider trading. Yeah, NFTs. I mean, what? NFTs have a lot of wash trading. And I mean, if you're an executive of a platform um, as big as. Yeah. Yeah. If you're an executive of a platform and it's. Um, I mean, you have you have access to everything, all the information. Yeah, they get to pick what what projects get get put on the front page they get to pick all that so i'm sure he had some information on what's what's coming up and he he was able to benefit off that um but yeah those are the, those are kind of like the perks that i think that come not perks but like decentralized versus centralized like our marketplace can we do that uh i mean we technically could but we 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 know we know when <laughs> we know when projects are being listed and stuff but yeah, you, this guy's trying to get us fired. <laughs> what do you mean? What, let's go back to your question. What do you think we can do? So basically, the executive of OpenSea was inside trading NFTs. He had details on the drops and I don't know, maybe they were, I don't know, I, don't, I haven't read this, it's all Nico's info, but uh, maybe they were um, wash trading, like making transactions oh, to see. raise the volume. And yeah, no. Is that in there uh, as well? Yeah. Okay. No, we don't have a system that notifies us like every time someone mints an NFT and we are like, oh, we can yeah, like grab. Can like the way, for example, the way we choose the community features is we see uh, the algorithm detects the NFT collections that have more event, as in sales, um, and puts it on the you know the carousel that's on the homepage. And then for the top artist, I think I I have put the details on, on what is it based off, but you can select pretty much in seven days, 14 uh, in a month. And it's like the best performing NFTs get pulled in there. Um, so I don't think- we Yeah, can, but we don't, we don't get like, we don't like OpenSea, a centralized uh, platform needs to, like when someone mints, it needs to be approved and 
process yeah. to be live so then yeah, they can yeah, kind of yeah, see no. that we, we don't see that like anybody can just go on the decks yeah. upload and do whatever yeah exactly and we have a section that is a uh, stuff picks that currently is algorithm based but what we wanted to do is at some point make it in a way that it showcases quality collections as we've spoken about utility based or use case real use case but uh, at the same time, quality art as well. So that's going to come down to uh, if we can come up with a good algorithm that takes care of that or if we're going to do it ourselves, you know, be the ones choosing. But again, we are completely decentralized, so we want to avoid that as much as we can, you know, to have control over the curation of that. It's like TikTok, for example, you know, like if someone was curating the content for you, it wouldn't be as efficient as the algorithm creating it for you based on what you've retained your attention most to. So at the same time, we are adapting some of those uh, social uh, peripherals. Uh, we're going to have like a, a like button and, uh, and you'll be able to see all the NFTs you've liked, but you haven't purchased. But at the same time, we don't want to go and be, be, become a social media network because social media owns the content. Like they make money out of the advertisement uh, and uh, the, that's why they want to keep you on, on the app. They want to keep you there because they monetize based on your the time you spend there and the, the ads you watch there. So yeah, we want to have some of the social media aspects on our platform, but we don't want to... This was a question that we had in one of the AMAs. That's why I'm elaborating on it. But we don't want to go fully into social media and Web2. We want to make it better in Web3, where it's completely decentralized and user-based content is king. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be kind of like a Reddit or something. You'll be able to leave comments and stuff like that. Bob was speaking about it. That would be cool, though, because then um, you can engage the community more there, directly on there. Don't have to go on Twitter or anything. You can just see what people are talking about. And um, yeah, I mean, it'll be it'll be nice for for communities and NFT projects trying to grow, I think. I think that's that's all we have for today. I need to do one more thing. I gotta apologize to the K9 gangsters. Um, so I made my Twitter account and. Uh, <laughs> oh, he didn't. He didn't, yeah. he didn't buy the NFT, but he put it as his profile. I picture. found it. I found the project super cool, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna put it on there for a little bit. I, I still, I still, have, I'm still yet to. Yeah, he, he, he's like, man, I want to buy it, but I can't afford it. <laughs> <laughs> but it was so cool. So shout out to them. Um, yeah, my bad. I shouldn't right click save. That's dick move. But <laughs> we did it. We didn't notice until it was too late. So <laughs> yeah, shout out to well, them. Great Nico's project. learning, you know, Nico's here to help. I think uh, he did well on his first episode of this podcast. Yeah, I think he's he helping prepared everything. He's so. helping to get us all fired, I think, as well, <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this episode, guys. We'll see you on the next Space Lounge. Uh, stay safe. Yeah, thank, thanks for uh, coming in. And hopefully you guys enjoy the podcast. Let us know what more you want to hear about. And hopefully we can um, incorporate this into our community and bring some community members on as well. Like We want to have you guys speak your mind as well. Yeah, so, guests that you guys want to see on here or any suggestions, just... Yeah, comment them below. We're going to have it on the official. And um, as always, we have uh, spaces on Thursdays to get some topics and to get guests as well. Like If any project wants to come in for an interview, a short 10 minute thing, we're open to it. So that's it. Yeah, last week we did it on Friday. So Thursday or Friday, we'll, we'll do it at the end of the week. Yeah. 
All right. Okay. Thanks, guys. Take care.